You are listening to The New Prisoners. A copy of each week's monologue and source list are available on our Minds page and Substack. Check out our video content on BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble. For audio versions, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Anchor. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you find us, including YouTube. Join the conversation by leaving your comments on our Minds, Substack, BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble pages. You can follow The New Prisoners and The New Prisoner Number 6 on Instagram and at New Prisoner and the Number 6 on Twitter. If you would like to be a guest, please email The New Prisoner Number 6 at protonmail.com. Provide a brief description of the topic or topics that you would like to discuss, and a screener will contact you. You can always choose to appear anonymously. Now let's get on with the show. As 2022 begins, and Omnicon madness spreads even further around the world, we are all going to be confronted by our fears. The stigma we've attached to people carrying and transmitting a disease, as we always have as human beings, but when influenced by mass media, business, and government all telling us to be afraid, it should no longer surprise us that certain people acquiesce. When all you know, all that's provided to you, is carefully curated to control you, it shouldn't be shocking to see it controlling people. The conversation about use of mass media to control the collective mind of the populace isn't one that people like to have. It admits too much about the media products we all consume and about our nature as a species. How many video games, movies, and TV shows have shaped who you are? Music, theater, professional arm wrestling, it doesn't matter the medium. When you consume something, it says something about you and your personality. When you buy it, stream it, and upvote it, you are signaling to the people who produce it that you approve and want more. There's nothing wrong with that part, but that's where people usually stop thinking about it. When we all sit down after a long day's work, after the kids are in bed and things are winding down, we switch on the television and consume our favorite media. And by doing that, we signal to some analyst somewhere just who and what we are. The problem with that is you don't know if the person or entity you are giving that info to is benevolent or malevolent in what they want and what they decide to do with the information we send them. What happens when the signals you are sending them show that you are afraid? Should you expect more fear inducing things in response? Yes. The laws of supply and demand certainly have a place here. If you watch a bunch of horror movies on your favorite streaming service, you should expect their algorithm to offer you more. But what if it's news segments on Omnicon not being severe and possibly a good thing for us all that might end the pandemic? You should expect to see more, right? Not when the gatekeepers and media decide that you cannot have more. Not when it's in the interest of the media companies producing the segments to push people into fear, to take a drug or therapy, because the company that makes those things sponsors the news station. 
And what happens when that company not only sponsors your news, but all of your mainstream entertainment? How about when it sponsors your government? There are people in our culture that study behavioral science for many years to be able to manipulate others for money. Just as any other form of knowledge or tool, it can be used for both good and evil. It can be used for children's cartoons and war propaganda. Sometimes those two things are combined. The result of that in Israel and Palestine can be seen for generations now. We are all susceptible to propaganda. Regardless of how much of a true patriot you are, you, we can be all be fooled. Fooled by people like Dan Crenshaw when we go to vote. Fooled by the very people that we rely on to protect our rights. Instead, people like that build the infrastructure that will eventually be used to enslave us through debt, coercion, and fear. Happens a lot, doesn't it? It happens because we enable it. We feed the mother brain at the other end of the line. And we should no longer be shocked when it sends the information back to us that it wants us to have. Worried about terrorism? It's going to be in all of your media. Worried about being bullied because you're LGBTQ plus whatever pronouns you came up with this morning? It's going to be everywhere you look. Worried about the Omnicon? You're going to be able to name all the mutated proteins by the end of the day. Then when people decide to take action, they are driven by this knowledge. Driven to do things that they wouldn't normally or would never do. Like sit in a car for five hours to be tested for something they show no symptoms of. Because it's all they know. Everything those folks have relied on to educate them to make the best decisions concerning their health have been engineered to not only provoke the insane response that we are seeing, but our ability to reach them through media is being challenged by the engineers of this madness. They are no longer going to let us patriots or any other group threaten their ability to educate our people. That's why we are banned, shadow banned, and permanently suspended. That's why we are given labels like conspiracy theorist, or anti-vaxxer. To keep the ball in play for these sociopaths who serve things like Pfizer, the World Economic Forum, and our own governments. There has always been a war for our minds between the ruling class and the rest of us. Through print, music, movies, you name it. The USA used to be slightly different though. Our rights used to allow us to produce things, and as long as we found an audience willing to support it, we could allow those ideas to flourish. We've been through moral panics, like claims of satanic messages and heavy metal. We've been through the talks of video games turning our children into school shooters. Now we are seeing mass media drive people into mass formation psychosis over a runny nose in winter. This year, has the potential for being just as crazy as the last. The institutions that have been feeding us fear for two years don't seem bothered by doing so. They have no issue overlooking the positives, the actual risk presented to us, and of course the ridiculous amount of times that they have been wrong and even misled us. 
This year, we need to let them know that we want to opt out of the treatment. We no longer want what they are selling us. We are going to reach out to other liberty-minded individuals this year at the New Prisoners. We are going to build a network of people who want out of this insanity as much as we do. And the powers that be and the masses they control will hear from us. We are going to end this madness. This is our test. This is our purpose. To give liberty back to all the people who were told they needed to give it up to solve a problem that the people selling them that solution created. I hope that you'll join us. Okay. I'm number six. And this is the New Prisoners. And I'm here with John Henry. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about a few different things. And this week is one of those weeks where to just to figure out the amount of topics that we could fit into a podcast type show. Now, podcasts usually run a little bit longer than your little news segments and little react segments that are on uh, YouTube or, you know, my, my favorites are typically BitChute or Rumble or Odyssey versus them. But when you go on and you watch those little news updates or people commenting on things or giving their thoughts, um, podcasts generally run a bit longer, but this week could have been a seven hour show easily. And half of that shit could have been about the Omnicon because my, my things have gotten really fucking crazy, uh, in the past week when it comes to this shit, uh, we're, we're talking about Twitter bans all over the place. Uh, you know, we got congressmen involved, uh, prestigious, uh, doctors, uh, we got all sorts of things happening on the front of testing and just madness everywhere across the globe. Uh, dogs being sicked on people in the streets of their own country. I mean, disgusting level shit, folks. So, but in the same week that all of this happens, all of this explodes, one of the biggest, if not the biggest scandals outside of, you know, where this Omnicon shit came from and, you know, who may have let it out or created it or whatever else. Yeah, we can, we're going to get into that later. But on top of all that, we got the wrap up of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Now, just to refresh some of you, that's Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend and handler of young ladies children flown in and out of an island with people like Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew and Bill Gates. You know, just a bunch of fucking nobodies, right? Just a bunch of schmucks. I wonder what they were up to there. I wonder what's on those tapes, and I wonder if we'll ever know. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and then also, because it always has to come back, always. And you know it, you've been listening. It always has to come back to pedophilia because that's what's going on over in uh, the offices of CNN, apparently. Again, how many more times? 
how many more times does this dog have to bite you on the ass before you put it down? We, do we really need media institutions like CNN and others in this country anymore after this horseshit? Do we really need to rely on the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal or any of these rags to tell us what to think anymore? Um, who owns them? That's an interesting one. We're going to talk about that maybe a little bit, I hope, because I watched a really fun video and an accompanying article that John uh, Henry sent me the other day about BlackRock and Vanguard. And that's really fun shit to get into, folks. That's really fun stuff because, man, if you want to wake up with a different viewpoint on what really makes your country work, like what drives the institutions all around you, every single bill you pay and whom you pay it to and where all that money eventually goes and every God darn it cent <laughs> that they take out of your paycheck and taxes. Where does all that go and who does it go to and who decides who really, who really decides? Is it really all of us? Is it really all of us lining up at the, at the polls every couple months, every couple years? Is it really the people out in the streets holding signs? Is it the people being, uh, being shredded alive by German shepherds in their own fucking streets? Or is it these criminals? So we'll talk about that. But uh, John Henry, do you, do you want to say hello to the folks this week? Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to another show. Hope everybody had a great Christmas masked, segregated from one another, being angry at your family, because that matters more than anything right now. Man, do we have a hell of a lot to talk about today, and, you know, number six just kind of hit the tip of the iceberg. You know, some other things we'll be covering today, as everybody knows, uh, I, I am a Joe Rogan fanboy, and man, oh man, has he had one hell of a lineup of guests on that show. And I, I gotta tell you, um, things are changing in the world. Now I understand why mainstream media hates Joe Rogan, because you look at his pool and you look at his Peter McCullough interview and the fact that that is the uh, in a week, that is the highest listened to podcast ever in the history of podcasts. Pretty damn impressive. And what that means is people are hungry for knowledge and have an understanding. So, you know, his lineup of Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough and Dr. Abramson has been nothing short of unbelievable this last week. And, uh, and to see that string of people has been incredible. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Getter, Joe Rogan and his relationship with Getter. And, uh, you know, some of those doctors talking about what we're seeing here on Twitter. You know, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, fine, fine patriot, big fan of hers, kicked off of Twitter this week. Uh, the Patriots are losing their faith in Dan Crenshaw. I think that's another thing worth talking about. And um, we'll talk a little bit about some... Some uh, some cinema, some movies I watched this weekend, and uh, and just how that kind of uh, is associated or correlates to what's going on here in our current time. And uh, I just think we have a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Talk about uh, you know what we're looking at this year, right? What do we think is coming? Uh, just a lot going on. So again, I hope everybody had an amazing Christmas and happy New Year to you. Uh, it's all about that that fresh start, right? So um, also some speculation about. Midterm elections, Nancy Pelosi, right? You're seeing a lot of chatter about her right now. 
So just a lot of unique things going on. And most importantly, the headline today, Joe Biden stuck on Air Force One for 30 minutes because they couldn't get the stairs over to the plane. I don't know how that's news. Um, uh, you could probably put an article up about Joe Biden is stuck on the toilet yelling for Jill. Help me. Help me, Jill. Uh, also, was Corn Pop actually the good guy in the story? Lots of exciting things to talk about here today. Welcome back to the New Prisoners, guys. It's a new year, new us, new me, new patriots, new world order. Well, well fuck that. We don't like that. But uh, yeah, man. So uh, welcome, guys. We're, we're happy to have you. And uh, let's get into the show. Turn it back over to you, sir. There couldn't have been a better segue than New World Order than straight into this article from Breitbart that I have pulled up right now. And the headline is Maxwell's brother, Ghislaine, a scapegoat for Epstein. She won't flip. And yeah, he's really taken that stance with it. I mean, I, I got to say, I, I am a, I'm a brother. Um, and I got, it's tough because I know Tucker Carlson came out a few weeks ago and he really disappointed me when he said that, uh, the Cuomo, you know, thing with uh, Fredo using his ties at CNN to help out Andrew and to give him advice and everything that that was warranted because they were family. But come on, man, when you're doing the 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 gimmick down on the island with pedophilia, you're really going to still stand up for somebody like that, like. Andrew Cuomo was a scumbag, but was he this big of a scumbag? I mean, he did kill a lot of people. We're talking Absolutely. about thousands, like That's 12, right. 13,000, maybe 15,000. Yeah. Crimes against humanity. Oh, yeah. So, like, if, if, I guess if Chris Cuomo had every right to defend. Andrew Cuomo, this at least in the eyes of someone like Tucker Carlson, right? That we would have to at least forgive Ian Maxwell. That's his name. 65, son of British media tycoon Robert Maxwell. And there's plenty to talk about when you talk about old Robert there, too. Somehow uh, had an accident on a boat or some shit. Yeah, well, we could talk about that. But Ian <laughs> Maxwell. Just, just a little boat accident. <laughs> just a little boat accident, folks. You know? Uh, yeah, this, that shit went, that went on, uh, a long time before the Clintons took office. Believe me, it wasn't just their idea. They may have perfected it. They're, they're like the, the shotgun fucking offense. Uh, good rest in peace, John Madden, by the way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I love those games too. Like just growing up and just getting your ass handed to you by certain friends that were really good at it or having those yeah. really close games. I was oh, always man. really bad at it. But I got to tell you, you know, he is, that, that guy's one of the most legendary voices that ever existed. Oh, yeah, I can, I can right? hear it now. Yeah. Like, obviously, Diesel. look, coach, all these things amazing. But just his voice. I mean, that's a guy where no matter who you are, whether or not you're a sports fan and you heard him talk, you knew that was John Madden. And, yeah, uh, yeah so rest in peace, John Madden. And Betty yeah. White, too. But I'm sorry, I'm not yeah. going off on a tangent. Although no, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing some very interesting things about whether or not she was a new world order sacrifice. And that's why they didn't oh, let her get goodness. to be a hundred years old. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't shock Allegedly. me. Allegedly. 
Yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> shock me at all. That's that's the thing. When we talk about like these kind of things, like I, I had this uh, brief interaction with some moron on Twitter this week, and I didn't respond. It was just something that I commented on, and they commented back an insult to me. And the insult was, um, it was a shelf full of tinfoil, and it said, free hat, take one on the sign. And nice. I and I really wanted to respond. Now, my, my usual, usual, unless I'm feeling really frisky, my usual response to that stuff is just to ignore it because I'd rather talk to the kind of people that want to have like an intelligent conversation with me. Then nobody wants to hear about that. What's your frisky me. response? Nobody cares about your passive bullshit. Let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but my whole entire thought was, is that I will no, gladly. What is your frisky response? I'm not, I'm not, I'm holding oh. you to this one. The oh, with the tinfoil? Oh, yeah. my frisky response to tinfoil boy would have been, um, that would be a perfect thing for you to wrap around your nuts to have them shocked because you're a DNC sub bitch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, I don't know how many hyphens, I don't know the proper pronunciation. It would take me a while to tweet that out because I have to have the proper pronunciation for it. But, um, you know, but my approach though, you know, to, to it mentally uh, throughout this, you know, the, the last couple of days has just been, yeah, I, I, I will fucking wear the tinfoil hat. I'll wear it gladly. I'll wear it walking down the fucking street. So the other people that know that the people that call us that the people that call us, I'll take it. I'll take it. If you want to call me that I'll be it. I'm not allowed to say other words, but you're not allowed to say Patriot the same way that I say Patriot. How about that one for starters? But if I wear that, yeah, yeah, or hero or other things you want to attach to things that should not be attached to things like vaccinated. Um, so, you know, we're, we're in a situation in this world where I would rather just I would wear it as a fucking symbol. So all the other people around me know that when they hear shit like this, like how Ian Maxwell doesn't give a fuck about any type of uh, flipping that's going to be going on with his sister giving up all these people. Like we've all been hoping that the, the feds would finally crack down so hard on this bitch that she would flip on Bill Gates and Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton and all these other people that she's involved with that all of a sudden the names are just going to start spilling out of her mouth. As soon as they start throwing numbers at her, like, Oh, you're going to do 60 years. You're going to do 6,000 years, you know, who the fuck cares at that point in her life too? And like that, like she's even going to see the time itself, right? Or if, if it just won't be a fucking body double in there or just like, you know, one of those uh, gimmicks that uh, Kevin McAllister would put together in home alone with like a dummy or something like that in the cell for all of us. That that's what or we get to see them in the security. They fake camp. her death and move her down to South America with Epstein. Huh? <laughs> yeah, easily. All of that shit completely plausible at this point because why don't we have more transparency why do we have sealed documents why is this so upsetting like it's it's like the discovery of fucking aliens that for the 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 general public to even know about this in the judge's eyes at least that was involved in this that sealed these records and then Think like about everybody's holding these yeah. people are oh, so yeah. not only does this happen they seal the records it's simultaneously while it's taking place, Hillary Clinton comes out and states that the Clinton Foundation is open for donations again mm -hmm. because she's going to fight the Democratic Party. I mean, how 
uh, I don't even know what, what when I say bold, I, I don't even think that that that's not enough of an adjective to to really describe that. Um, that she would come out and state that when genuinely her and her husband at this point, and we're not, we won't even go into, um, you know, everything else with the investigation into the Clinton foundation right now. But the fact that they both rode on the planes, they both have been to the islands and she's so bold that Maxwell won't flip or give any information. And thank you to James Comey's daughter. Now that case is sealed. And nobody else that was part of that. And, and she's just the sacrificial lamb. And this is coming from people that do like sacrificing. Animals, children, whatever. Those are fucking Satanists. It's unbelievable. You know, on top of that, while we're talking about Maxwell's uh, personal relationships. So there's her brother. Let's talk about the news report that just came out about her husband's. Came out today. Her husband, Scott Borgeson. Well, he called her while she was in solitary confinement. Last time I checked, people in solitary confinement don't have phone calls. Uh, uh, that's neither here nor there. Preferential treatment? Yeah. So old Scotty boy calls wifey and says, hey, wifey, now that you've been found guilty, um, I'm going to go ahead and leave you for my yoga teacher. Now, here's where this is so twisted. It's been common knowledge for quite a while that wifey is one of the most prolific sex traffickers in the history of the fucking world. Public, anyway. Known of, right? We're not talking about secret dark alley shit. And he was still married to her? With all the shit plastered with her and Epstein everywhere? And only because she was found guilty, he decides he's going to go start jamming out his fucking yoga teacher? It's, these people aren't people. They're like these fucking mutant evil entities. And like to even think that there was any semblance of a relationship or marriage with this fucking piece of human garbage. It's just disgusting. You know, in those cases being sealed, you should care, guys. All of you should give a damn about that. Because this isn't about Ghislaine Maxwell. She's a small cog. Well, the greater machine is everybody else that was involved. The little black book, the people that flew to the island. And, and very candidly, all the people that we've discussed before on the podcast and on the show, that there's video footage of them having sex with underage girls and blackmail. Guess what, everybody? Duct tape up that box and stick it in a dark corner because that bitch is sealed. I'm not okay with that. How about you? The first thing that came to my mind, because like... You know, when I mess around with like a new computer program or a new app on my phone, I will sometimes fuck something up. And then the next step is you got to kind of play around with it. You got to sandbox it a little bit, right? You got to figure out how to unfuck it up. So what I thought of was how do we, what is the steps to unseal these? Like, does, does, it, do we have such laws, right? We're like a judge. Is just some sort of fucking white wizard and taps his little, little, uh, little stick, his little magic wand onto these records and says, they, these shall forever be sealed. Like, do we have to go, do we have to go fight like a fucking dragon to unseal them? Cause let's go find a dragon and fuck it up. 
Like, what do we need to do to unseal these? Like, is there any governmental power? Is there something like that involves Congress? <laughs> is there something that involves petitions? A I mean, is there, is there the a statute of limitations? Is there something in the Freedom of Information Act? Is there anything? Yeah. Right? Because when you look at the um, JFK documents that got unsealed over this last week or two, yeah. everything's redacted. Nothing yeah, it's garbage. Nothing yeah. but black fucking bars. Can't see shit. Yeah. Just like a lot of the information that came out originally in the Hillary Clinton emails and the Maxwell case, everything's redacted. What the fuck is that? That's not information. It's not. It's just ridiculous. Well, mission and accomplished. You also have, yeah. And you also have this timed, you know, pretty much perfectly with New Year's and then just like the insanity of what's been going on with the Omnicon stuff. So, like, I thought that th this was a great way for them to kind of skate on a lot of shit like this, just right at the end of the year. So, well, hey, pretty, we're in pretty, it. Let's cover the yeah. other part. Yeah. What else happened the day after the trial or that they found her guilty in the verdict? Well, is that when uh, the records were unsealed about uh, the agreement between Virginia Guffrey or, um, and Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, no, no, that's only one of the things. There's another one I was getting at. But yeah, oh. yeah that also happened. Well, hit me with that one. <laughs> How about the prison guards? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't forget about the prison guards getting off, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody, guess what? The day after the verdict is announced and she's found guilty, the two prison guards that claim to be sleeping but lied, that shut off the cameras in Jeffrey Epstein's cell, they were completely complicit in the murder, alleged murder of this guy, because we all know no matter what the fuck happened, he didn't kill himself. That these guys are both acquitted and left off or, or, or let out that they are now going to have no punishment and no recourse for playing a role in the murder of the pedophile kingpin, the ultimate fucking Mossad blackmailer. Yeah, imagine that. Then you have the Virginia Guffrey part. We need a legal scholar in this network that we're going to be building here over 2022. Um, so if you're listening out there and you have any legal um, background, give us a holler. Uh, so guys, look at the sequence here. <laughs> there's no fucking, no, no we, we've said this so many times. There's no coincidence. Everything is strategically done. And when you look at this, it's the, the fucking arrogance and the slap in every person's face in this country that believes in our system of law and order. That's it, it's, it's just, it, it is crushing and it's demoralizing. Well, here's, you know? here's a demoralizing line from old Ian. He says, uh, he downplays the idea of his sister flipping on Epstein's <laughs> co-conspirators. He says, we know because the prosecution has said that they have never made her any offer and she has never made them any offer. They're not even trying. They haven't even like, appeal. yeah, they're not even trying. They're not even squeezing. They're not, they're not, they don't have her over a barrel. They, they don't, they don't have her in a, a terrible, I mean, yes, she's going to go to jail, but like this. Okay. And she's going to have the best lawyers seen, on earth helping her. Seen her attorney, purple hair, non-binary. Oh <laughs> it's my. like a fucking cartoon. I mean, the show that gets put on is this, it's utter insanity. Yeah. And, and the continuity of the ridiculousness of the current state of this fucking country 
legal system. It is absolutely insane. Fucking insane. But we got some I pretty mean, nice paintings out of it, though, right? Like every time I pull up one of these stories, I got a really cool painting to look at every time. And because that is true, yeah, I we, like the, the Clinton in the dress, <laughs> George Bush playing with the airplanes in the blocks. Oh yeah, there's those two. I was talking about the ones from the trial, but yeah, they all fit in nicely with one another. There should be a gallery. There's <laughs> there should be an Epstein painting gallery at this point. There probably is. To put all wherever the wherever he's living towards, right now, uh, alive. Victims of uh, the DNC ultimately, oh, because I, I was going to, I was going to say, it depends. Like when you talked about like being one of the most prolific child traffickers, I would say as an, as in far as, as far as um, what and whom it, it affected. Yeah. You could throw it in that ring because of like who this involves. Right. Um, this is at a different strata of like, humankind like the the type of people we're talking about here we're talking about royalty folks <laughs> and not just any royalty we're not talking about like you know like um coming to america type royalty we're talking about prince fucking andrew of the british royal family royalty right so when you're talking about these kind of folks they have a little bit of pull in the world so when you when you have something this bad happening and you know, I, I was going to say, to be fair, though, I think that Joe Biden is fastly becoming the world's most prolific child trafficker, depending Absolutely. on how you define migration these days. Oh, 100%. Because all these kids are just in the right hands the whole time in mm -hmm. this illegal process that you're just allowing, sir. You're, yeah, you mean to tell me We're talking that about these the children are safe the whole time? They're, they're with their families. They're, they're doing this. That they're doing this safely. Like, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, no, so, I and mean, I'll tell you what, they sure stopped. as hell will throw the fucking book at the, uh, the January 6th insurrectionists. Oh, right? yes. And, oh, and, and the they New have York to call Attorney that. General, you know, her focus right now is subpoenaing Trump, Ivanka Trump and, and Trump Jr., Don Jr. Mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. because of their business dealings, allegedly. It's of fucking course. insanity. They've had them under the, like, like an ant under a magnifying glass the entire time. And so far, and to their credit, I'll give them that, you know, because a lot of other motherfuckers would have cracked a long time ago, right? Uh, I got to give it to the Trump family for, for dealing with crack, all bro. that. Teflon Dawn. Can't crack Teflon, motherfuckers. Yes. I mean, you're talking about a guy that... that, that <laughs> <laughs> it defeated two bullshit impeachment attempts. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, damn near the entire government tried to take him down. And that's Republicans and Democrats, by the way. I think like, because like if, it, for those of you that are Star Wars fans out there, I know there's a few of you out there. Uh, Adam Schiff is the Jar Jar Binks of politics for me. Like he's the one that breaks it. Like, you know, when you, you watch you watch something that you love and then you see that appear and you want to break your fucking television like that. That is definitely Adam Schiff for me. And I think that that's Adam Schiff for a lot of people. I think there's a reason why those uh, impeachment attempts failed. And it's because that man is so fucking insufferable. I can't I can't hold on. Like, I just I really lose my shit whenever I see him. I, I hate his stupid face. I hate the smirk on his face. 
Um, I hate the way that he just can make shit up and get away with it and just throw just accusations after accusation with no receipts to them. And then when the receipts come out about him under oath saying that he never had anything, that he just gets to go back up there and do it again. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. When you're, when you're that sick, when you're that depraved, when you're that fucking corrupt, I guess you're always welcome in that circle. You're at the, you're at the bottom of the glass. You're like the, like the meat chunks that fall off of my stupid fat fucking face into the bottom of my glass. You're the, you were the swill of human fucking kind, Adam Schiff. And you, are, you will always be where you belong because you can't get any fucking lower. So, but I could get off on a tangent about him, as you can see. But I, I sat through, and I got to tell you what helped me through it. Um, it, it, was, it was like having a spirit guy through ayahuasca was watching Hard Bastards uh, coverage of the impeachment trials because God bless that man. He sat through pretty much every single trial every day and live casted it and gave commentary. So you had somebody to be in the room with to keep your sanity <laughs> and to make you laugh. Because laughter really helps, folks. It, it really is good medicine for people. And uh, a lot of us are in, in need of a lot of medicine this week, including our, our, uh, our enemies over there, enemies of the state, enemies of free and liberty-minded people um, over there at CNN. I am so glad, so glad that you pissed off James O'Keefe. Because now you get to see what fucking happens when you mess with the Patriot movement, when you mess with our media, when you mess with what we do, which is, oh, which is by contacting our lawyers to make sure we don't break the laws when we nail you doing evil shit, you bastards. Is that it? <laughs> That's all you got. That's your only comeback. We're like, oh, well, you talked to a lawyer first and made sure that you didn't break any fucking laws. Before you caught me doing the most evil fucking shit in human, in human imagination, <laughs> right? Every step of the way from the Pfizer expose, from the people that he had on, uh, like, like the nurses that he's had on, um, this guy has had like the, the Ilan Homar shit where this whole entire thing with the New York Times came out of. Involving the FBI now. Oh, they're doing a great fucking job there. I'm sure. I am certain that the FBI is just doing a bang up fucking job. And, and you have James O'Keefe doing like song and dance numbers and, and telling them to go fuck themselves. This is where it's at. This is the new, I mean, shit. Owen Troyer said it years ago. I'm going to say it again. That this, this shit this is the new counterculture shit. This is getting to be the new culture. And I think it has to be. I think we need our own media institutions in this country because we can't rely on the old ones to get around to fucking doing the right thing anymore. Because as Dr. Malone pointed out, and this kind of blurs into the, the next section, but Dr. Malone pointed out something really, really obvious to a lot of us in the Patriot movement because we've been censored to hell, right? We've been driven into other places from the mainstream and we've found a home in places like BitChute and Rumble and Odyssey 
and we've found a home in other podcast networks that allow us to exist. But for people that get kicked off, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like I'm not a, I'm not a government representative. She is. Well, we can't hear what a government representative has to say. Like, and she's not talking about, like, we got, we got government representatives that go on television all the time. And this just happened a, a few weeks ago on Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson ripped this guy and new asshole. He kept looking over like he was looking at one of his aides over and over again. Like, I can't believe this fucking guy is asking me why it's necessary to go to war when I just told him we think it's necessary to go to war. <laughs> and I just watched him over and over again. Like, he kept stumping this guy. Well, like, why do we need to go to war in the Ukraine. Like why, why the fuck are we spending blood and, and, and treasure to go there? And he, he this guy's just like, well, uh, you, you're just naive and strategy and stuff. And you know, the whole Dan Crenshaw thing. Yeah. Fuck you, Dan. You're Liz Cheney in a fucking eye patch. Fuck you. Fuck your book. I, I won't, I will never knock your service unless I know something that you did in there that is not so good. And Hey, I'm open to that interpretation as well. But fuck you, Dan. Fuck you, Dan. Well, and fuck his attack on Marjorie Taylor Greene, too. Oh, my goodness, And him trying to intimidate her into endorsing that bill. Fuck you, Dan Crenshaw. And we said it before. Shame on you. Under the guise of patriotism. I fucking bought it. Dude, look, fucking hook, line, and sinker for me. When that guy hit the fucking airwaves, I said, man, this, this is our future. This is what we need. And then it's he an fucking, affront to the word that they call it the Patriot Act as well. Yeah. You know, well, that's, and that's like, exactly like, what he's like, doing. That's what they try and like do. The fucking Patriot. Yeah. They try and attach that shit to the wrong things and they use it for the wrong things, folks. And, and we're talking about shit that we oppose here at the new prisoners and across the Patriot movement altogether. That's right. And people like Marjorie Taylor Greene called him the fuck out about it, about mm-hmm. him being just a war hawk and just wanting to push the, the party line. And not wanting to stand with the, the populist movement that gave him, gave him on a silver platter, the platform that he has. And this is what he, this is what he does with it. He, he, all he does is he tells us that it's another Star Wars reference that he built the fucking Death Star, right? But he didn't include the laser beam. So it's just, it's a Death Star but it just doesn't have the full laser beam attachment that's going to blow up planets yet. That, that's Dan Crenshaw. That's the, that's the Republican platform of Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. When you, and you, We're you, almost going to fuck you. We're almost going to fuck you. We're going to hold you down, kiss the back of your neck and be really creepy, but I'm not going to fuck you. Yeah. You know, when, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sniff you, Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm just going to sniff you. Yeah. That's but you it. go to Marjorie Taylor Greene, you look at her being kicked off of Twitter, okay? And um, here's the positive. So the positive is Dr. Malone is kicked off Twitter. Marjorie Taylor Greene was kicked off Twitter. And then bring in Joe Rogan. Hey, Uncle Joe. And what happens is all of a sudden in these conversations, you know, because he has been uh, a very big proponent of not limiting freedom of speech in the First Amendment. And Joe Rogan has always spoken out against that. And thank you, Spotify, for allowing mm-hmm. him to have his platform and not restricting a fucking word he says. 
that what's interesting is watching his understanding of the suppression of the freedom of speech and the suppression of the medical information when it comes to COVID coronavirus, um, where it came from treatments, the fact that they weren't actually treating anybody with COVID. They just told you to go home until you needed to be in the hospital and die. So you see all these enlightening things. And when you see both Dr. Malone and Marjorie Taylor Greene get kicked off of Twitter and then, you know, Dr. Malone, um, I think maybe Dr. Abramson had mentioned Getter. And I know Malone mentioned Getter at the end of the episode. So next thing you know, Joe Rogan goes, what's Getter? They say, oh, well, it's it's a non-suppressed Twitter. It's a competitor. Well, fucking Joe Rogan goes, I'm going to get on Getter. I think the first day Rogan was on there, he had 7 million followers. So Joe Rogan looks at it and goes, this shit is too much with Twitter, even though he had fucking Jack Dorsey on there and spoke good of him, which is very strange. It's like Jack Ma speaking positively about the fucking, um, you know, Chinese Communist Party. And now you have a, a major voice, global voice, not conservative voice necessarily, but objective voice that's transitioning over there. That when we talk about people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Dr. Malone being kicked off of there, for fuck's sake, President Trump was kicked off of Twitter. While he was a sitting president of the United States of America. Yet there's Al-Qaeda support on there. Hamas. Death to America. You can say death to America on Twitter. But you can't say ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine work. It is absolute insanity. So I was reading today some patriots, some opinions out there. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza posted. And his post was, I know that this is going to sound insane or impossible, but a couple years from now, Twitter and Facebook will no longer exist. So get off of there now. And I thought that was interesting. But as you see, our movement, our freedom movement, our patriot movement, our, our, our thirst for information movement, and, and you see that people are starting to recognize this is wrong. This is all wrong. You know, and they'd listen to McCullough and Abramson, and they'd listen to Dr. Malone, and they go, wait a fucking minute. This isn't Okay. And then you hear about the relationships with big pharma and why this situation has been treated the way it's been treated and how it all comes down to money and their, their justification and pushing the vaccination by moving away from actual drugs that heal you and cure you. So uh, a person I used to work with, she puts a post on Facebook today. No judgment, please, is the preface. If there's anybody, any way, or any how that you know that I can get ivermectin, it is a life or death death situation, please message me. How sad is that? This is a a medication that I, I think the number was like 4 billion doses have been given out for the history of this drug. Well, you look at Africa, you look at in India... They literally, like, every in Africa, every Sunday, 
people in certain parts of Africa go and take ivermectin to fight the parasitic diseases and river blindness. Yes. Sunday, and Sunday. It's Sunday, Sunday. And we know why the, the infection rates were low, even though they didn't have vaccinations. And, and when you look at this narrative in mainstream media and saying that, you know, Trump made people inject Clorox bleach into their veins and die. And when you hear the completely falsified story about how um, in Indiana or Illinois, I can't remember which one, um, but they talk about how there's hospitals so inundated with people overdosing on horse pace that people with gunshot wounds can't even get in there and get treatment. And then the, the Democratic satanic media pushes that narrative with no vetting, with no research, none. And people believe that. And they stated on the news. And it is absolute farce. It's, it's total fucking bullshit. But get the vax. Get the vax, you don't have to wear a mask. That wasn't true. Get the vax, yeah. you can't get infected. That wasn't true. Get the vax, you can't spread it. That wasn't true. Get the booster, you won't have to wear a mask. That's not true. Get the booster, you can't get infected. That's not true. Get the booster. You can't spread it. That's not true. By the way, if you guys have seen any real statistics on hospitalizations and COVID infections with Omicron, Omnicon, hmm? guess what, everybody? I've seen 86%, 94% vaccinated people with the illness. Total bullshit. Everything they've said. And then you have pudding fucking head. When people say, President Biden, you said that if you were vaccinated, you wouldn't have to wear a mask. And he says, I never said that. And y'all know how this story goes. Anytime you see that clip, what do they follow up with? Old shit pants saying that exact thing multiple times. Get the vax, you won't have to wear a mask. Get the vax, you can't get infected. Get the vax, vax you can't spread it. Now, being that we're on this topic, if it's okay, I want to go and throw out my conspiracy about Omicron. Let's get it. I think Omicron is great. I think it's fantastic. And I think it's what we need. And bear with me, guys. I haven't lost my fucking mind. It's okay. Herd immunity is necessary. What we do know is real science, real objective science says that once you've been infected, it builds your natural immunity. Now, whether or not you want to debate that's non-vax versus vax and what type of impact, I don't give a fuck. But here's what we know. Whether you're vaccinated, quadruple fucking boosted, or if you're unvaccinated because you're smart and you're on a fucking cheap, we all know that having a COVID infection increases our natural immunity. Well, what we know now is Omicron... Omicron, Omnicon, this is clearly the most contagious strain of the virus that's existed thus far. So, in my opinion, which I personally know multiple people with this shit right now, I've seen it ripping through. I live in Hawaii. Everybody is scared to fucking death. So they're sitting in four hour long lines to get testing here. Every single day for the past week, we've had over 3,000 new cases, allegedly. 
There's some speculation that they're fudging those numbers and combining those numbers. But I look at that where everybody's losing their fucking mind and I go, great. This is good. Because what we know is this is assisting the general population in increasing their natural immunity to this, guys. So when I look at it and say, hey, this is great. This doesn't mean I I want people to be sick or die or anything. God forbid, I don't want any of that to happen to anybody out there. Whether or not we disagree, agree on anything, I don't give a shit. If somebody has nine fucking boosters and they gave it to them in a fucking anal suppository with a turkey baster, I don't give a fuck. I don't want you to get sick. That doesn't, when I say 94% of the people that were hospitalized or tested positive were vaccinated, I don't do that with a smile on my face. That doesn't make me feel good because I give a shit about people. And that's what we should do. I don't want that. We're on the other side of it. You hear all these assholes saying, oh, he's unvaccinated. He should die. I watched a video with the fucking guy talking about his grandfather. Yeah, my grandfather, he's an anti-vaxxer. And I'm not saying I, I wouldn't feel bad if he died, but he got what he deserved having COVID right now. That is fucking dark. That is some dark shit. That level of indoctrination and brainwashing is horrific. Because to me, do you know what I heard when he made that statement? You know what I heard? My grandfather is a good guy, but he was hiding a Jew in his attic. That's what I heard. So he he deserves whatever he gets. Yeah, Lara Logan just recently got um, some heat from Dr. Fauci, actually, for for making similar comparisons of Dr. Fauci and uh, Dr. Mengele because uh, of the (laughs) way that they're they're just experimenting on people at this point. And I think that just to clarify for the audience, let's say that all these folks that took the risk, the, the, the injections, right. That that we'll call them because to call them anything else at this point, when you want to attach the V word to it in general, it it loses its definition because it has lost its definition. So we're at a point now where I'm willing to just say, hey, if the people that took it and it's benign for them and it didn't do anything at this point, okay. If they took it and it damaged them and it did that for like three months of immunity to a spike protein that isn't relevant anymore, that is like like, like how the Macarena isn't even relevant anymore. Like this shit isn't relevant anymore. How, you know, how one of the common it? themes with the three doctors on Rogan, big pharma should be responsible, but they're not legally. They're not. I mean, oh. guys, when you have the FDA approval, the alleged FDA approval, it's not real. It's the community. The community version of Pfizer is what's FDA approved. Yeah. Do you know where you can get that here in the United States? Do you know? Zero places. Oh, that's right. Nowhere. <laughs> so it's still an emergency use order experimental drug. Folks, you know what informed consent is? You know what that is? We've talked about it before. If there is a commercial or an ad in a magazine for a drug, legally, they have to state side effects. And legally, they have to provide you with the ingredients that are in that fucking concoction. Well, how about the videos of people going to the pharmacy going, can I please see the insert for the vaccine? And watching these pharmacists scramble, because I specifically watched one where the pharmacist goes, of course you can. 
And the lady goes, okay, well, it's in the large container that has all the vaccines. He goes, great, I'll pull the insert out. And the pharmacist is standing in front of the woman, opens it up. It's giant. It's probably three feet by three feet. And it's fucking blank. Yes. And you watch the pharmacist get really flustered and he balls it up and walks around the corner and hides from the lady. Is the lady's going, sir, how was it informed consent if you cannot provide me medical documentation on this drug you're administering? And the guy's shitting down both legs because he can't answer the fucking question. Yet he's the one there helping everybody by boosting them and fucking sticking that fucking poison in five-year-old fucking children. Y'all know I have a very fucking short temper when it comes to kids and treating kids in any capacity. But that's fucking sickening under the guise of help, under the guise of health. And you want to have Fauci up there talking about domestic flight restrictions? Fuck you. Why don't we talk about restrictions if you're not healthy? Hey, if you're at, uh, you know, morbid obesity, you shouldn't be able to fly because of the likelihood of blood clots in your legs. I, I got news for you guys. I'm not a doctor, but I know some things about some things. And it's fucking dangerous. That's why obese people, people with diabetes, bad circulation, they have to wear compression stockings on flights. Why don't we talk about that? Why don't we talk about, as we've talked on the podcast about many, 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 many fucking times, two words, metabolic health. How about we shut down McDonald's, Taco Bell, stop selling sugar-filled fucking cereal and having commercials pushing it down kids' throats. How about having a totally fabricated, falsified food pyramid under the, the guise of good health? Eat a bunch of bread and carbohydrates. But we put the desserts at the top because it's different sugar. Liars. They're fucking liars. It's a damn shame. It really is. When you look at, you know, the corn syrup and, and all that shit. And look at them funding, pushing that the cause of heart disease is cholesterol. And literally the sugar people fighting with the beef people. But, but we don't talk about that. We don't acknowledge that, do we? No, no, no. Red meat causes heart disease. Not all the inflammatory sugars you're stuffing your fucking body that's literally poison you can't digest. I bet Dr. Sean Baker would disagree with that food pyramid. That's the carnivore MD right there. Look at that fucking guy. 55 years old, fucking shredded. Yes. Eats nothing but the meats. Now, that being said, that diet doesn't work for everybody. If you try it, watch out for keto rash. <laughs> you want to flush your own skin that. off like I just experienced. But that being <laughs> said, you know, you look at people that they cure diabetes on that diet. But again, guys, it's 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 hard because as we look around, it it's very difficult to acknowledge all those things because you realize that we live in a fantasy. We genuinely do. And they tell us all these things, and this is right for you, and it's good for your health, and this is positive, and, and CRT is positive for your kids. And, and I, I know it seems like we're indoctrinating them as racists and communists, but no, 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 it's good for them. It's good for us to be able to take your nine-year-old child and give them, uh, you know, hormones and hormone treatment or an abortion. It's all wrong. And and it goes with... um. You know, I told you guys I want to talk about my, my cinema experience this last weekend. So 
we've had some really, really, really wicked rainstorms here for about four days. And when I say fucking rainstorm, I mean rainstorm. Like, you can't even get out of your house to your fucking car. So I watched a couple movies this weekend, and I feel like we're pertinent to the start of the year. And we've talked about meta, and we've talked about how you're going to end up in your little fucking booth eating bug paste with your headset on. Because now we're going to live in a fantasy land where not only do they tell you it, but they'll show you it in the form of virtual reality. Um, watch two movies this weekend. Watch Ready Player One. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Well, you need to. So here's Ready Player One. Check it out. <laughs> Ready Player One is basically that the world has gone to shit. People live in fucking trailer parks that are stacked up. But nobody really leaves their trailer because they all live in what's called the Oasis. And the Oasis is the virtual reality land. It's the metaverse. Right? And the type, and, and, and at the end of it, I don't want to spoil it, but what you realize is you find out what type of negative impact the people that control that, that Oasis or metaverse have on their influence on people. And it's pretty fucking crazy. And I highly recommend, one, it's entertaining. It's just a great fucking movie. But if you really pay attention to that movie and you see where people go and if people owe money that they have to work it off in virtual reality labor, it's fucking wild. It's genuinely wild. The other one I watched was Matrix Resurrection. I always liked the Matrix movies. You know, we all know where the, 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 the red pill, getting red pilled came from. Do you want the truth or do you want to start living in a false reality? And it's interesting because in the movie, and, and yeah, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but it won't. But basically, it's, um, you know, Keanu Reeves, he's there and he works for a video game company. And the beginning of the movie is uh, he actually designed the Matrix video game. And the video game's called Trinity, right? So when you watch the movie, what ends up happening is you realize that they actually ended up putting him back into the Matrix. And this won't ruin the movie for you. It's still a cool movie. And he's actually back in the Matrix again that's controlled by the machines. And it's ironic because, you know, the basis of that movie is they put people in there and then they harvest their energy as a fuel source, basically. Same thing. It's all the same shit. Guys, I got news for you. When you look at things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, and all that shit, what we know now is they harvest our thoughts. They harvest our likes. And in turn, they influence us and politically and socially. And they also influence us as far as what to buy. You know, uh, if we're, I'm drinking a, a mango LaCroix drink right now, sparkling water. Well, I can say that. And next time I'm looking on my Instagram feed, what do I see? An ad for LaCroix water. Why? Because my phone is sitting a foot away from me right now. They harvest our thoughts, they harvest our words, they harvest our emotions. And they do that as a form of energy. And it's also a form of currency. We know that. We know what Facebook does to us. And, you know, when you look at this year, it's, um, it, it's very important that we start to detach from those things. And then I repeat myself every week about the importance of getting outside and talking to people and meeting people and having real fucking experiences. Because one of the things in Ready Player One is the creator of it, um, you know, he wanted it to work a certain way. And like one of the statements he makes in a movie is the only thing that's real is reality. And, and that's a fact. Fact. It's in-person conversations. It's experience. It's looking at a beautiful sunset. 
right? It's going on a hike. It's doing yoga. It's having strenuous activity to learn how far you could push yourself. It's, you know, can I stay on the carnivore diet? It's the first couple of days are really fucking hard. You know, it's hard. You get a headache. You get fucking foggy thoughts. And, you know, you also get brutal diarrhea, just so everybody knows. <laughs> but that being said, if you it's get always past, a variable, different diets there. gnarly. But if you get past that point, <laughs> next thing is you have mental clarity. I felt a fucking amazing by day four on that diet. My skin looked good. My focus was there. My energy levels were fucking linear throughout the whole day. But you got to get through that. And it's part of the experience and it's part of that difficulty that gets you to, to the rewarding part of it. Until you get keto rash and you want to cut your skin off your body. Because it's, yeah. it's excruciating. But I digress. And I know that I went off on a bit of a tangent here, guys. But, you know, this is important stuff. It is. It, it really is. I'll uh, hand it back uh, over to you, brother. Well, I was going to say, when, when we're talking about, so g- going backwards just for a little bit, um, to what you were saying about how you'll talk about your LaCroix water and how it relates to your phone listening, I, I really do feel that we are constantly feeding into this hive brain and the, the collection of data and metadata on every bit of my searches and every bit of my contacts that I make with people in doing this and every single, that I, every single thing that I research to do this show, um, all that information goes somewhere, right? So the fact that, you know, when we use these platforms, when we use these communication platforms to speak to one another, when we're using these telecom companies to speak to one another because they have no problem giving up. Speaking of Adam Schiff again, they have no problem AT&T of just handing over phone records. If you were around on January 6th, you didn't have to do anything folks, but no, just know that the government and your political opposition too. just know that your political opposition has your access to your phone records and your phone company and just can just hand them over to them anytime they want to. Does that, does that sit right with you? Does that make you feel free? And, and these telecom companies, by the way, AT&T, owners of CNN. Wow, gee. The, it's all connected, folks. It's all connected. The people that run your world, that curate your reality, the people that take your reactions and your your pictures and all the little videos that you thumbs up and thumbs down, or at least for the time that you were allowed to thumbs them down until that upset them. Until that point, I mean, just what we are, we are feeding all into this new matrix of sorts. So that's why I kind of wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit with what we do as the direction of this show and start working with other people that are on a similar sort of quest as we, um, whenever it comes to wanting to get content out to people to try and reach out to similar Liberty minded folks like us, people that create people that make videos, people that share videos, um, and have a knack of, of putting it, putting together a good news aggregator, of videos to, to watch. Um, we're talking about people that are also fellow commentators, people that have expertise in certain things. 
And that's something I'd really like to to do this next year. When we talk about a resolution for the show, uh, mine, my contribution would be is that I want to network with people out there like you, liberty-minded people that are listening to this, is that if you have something to contribute uh, through content that you create, through things that you do, through movements that you're a part of, uh, get a hold of us at uh, the new prisoner number six at protonmail.com. Uh, I try and stick it at the beginning and at the end of the shows, but sometimes people skip past that stuff. So just to remind people, I want people to get in contact with me that would want to be on the show as a guest. Um, you can remain anonymous if you care to. Uh, I respect that. And then all, of course, uh, I want to feature a few people that I've already spoken to um, these past few days. And when you were going on about the, uh, the bit where they take the insert out of the package at the pharmacy and show that it's all blank, John Henry, when you brought that up, um, a person that I bumped into on YouTube uh, goes under the name The One the space that one it's a tricky one the spelling might get you so here it goes t-h-e-o-n-e space t-h-a-t-w-o-n that's the name the reason why i was getting to that is that he did that himself this guy went out there with his camera and recorded this himself after hearing about this he wanted to verify it so i read i read about his story and i'm gonna clip um one of his videos that shows this um, in this week's source list. Uh, so go over there and give him a like and a subscribe over there and leave comments on his videos that you probably shouldn't. You'll get kicked off at YouTube because that's why I don't put comments on, on, on our videos there because I want people to be able to comment and speak freely. And that is obviously not the platform to do it on, but I respect the hustle of him wanting to put together something to reach people out there. So the one that one um, we're adding you this week. And then just uh, on a, another bit of the list here, we got K-R-Y-P-T-O Man, Crypto Man, and Stir Crazy with The Great Convergence. I ran into Crypto Man on Twitter and checked out his music, and I really like the liberty-minded vibe that he has going on there. Also running for office in Vermont, so I just wanted to throw a shout out to, to uh, BT Hip Hop on Twitter. I added something on this week's source list that will connect you to his distrokid.com so you can watch his latest video and also to uh, Liberty Howl. So those are a couple creators, a couple uh, people out there uh, in the Liberty movement, similar to us that just have similar to Liberty minded, but then also uh, want to do creative things. And I want to talk to people like them. So check out Liberty H-O-W-L on Twitter and at libertyhowl.com but yeah just to wrap things up for this week though like so we have gotten into a level of uh what was what robert malone was talking about it was talking about mass formation psychosis and all of these people lined up these past few weeks to get these tests and dan crenshaw just going on and saying yeah test everybody more tests more infrastructure FEMA, for this look we FEMA built the database let's they should do it let's feed the brain FEMA. fuck you dan crenshaw how about oh, why don't yeah. we send yeah. uh fema it, it definitely to, comes back i don't know should we send them to maybe crenshaw kentucky <laughs>
Do we not think that, the, yeah. you know, with the, the massive storms that they had after in, in the fucking wake of the tornadoes, that maybe those people could use some fucking FEMA help? Cocksucker. Yeah. Where, where's the help for those people, too, right now? Like, we're, we're in a situation here where we're driven by this madness. By this Omnicon madness. And we have New York Governor Kathy Holchel telling white people that they can't get monoclonal antibodies. This is policy now. This is what happens when you let the people in the institutions, and I mean the, uh, the, the colleges, when you let these college professors, when you let like, these new uh, int- intelligentsia run the show, this is what you get. This is their, this is their fresh, bold idea. Now, I'll accept a part of this, a part of their premise. And hear me out on this, John Henry, because you might not like it at first. I'll accept the premise that there may be a, a graph or a chart that you could show me or information, data that you can provide that shows me that black folks at a younger age have a bigger problem with this stuff because I've heard things like that and I'll accept a bit of that. And here's why. Because the fucking Democrats that run the cities that these folks live in treat them so badly that they die younger. That's why. It doesn't have to do with their fucking race. It's their environment. It's the environment that's controlled by the monsters that, is the Demo- that are the Democratic Party. We're talking about multiple decades, multiple generations of people raised in democratically run cities where just the turnstile keeps turning Democrat after Democrat every few years. Nothing ever changes. Everything just gets worse. And you're lucky if the fucking water doesn't poison you. The water is probably fucking poisoning you. I don't even, I, I don't like drinking tap water, okay? I will drink tap water before I die, but I don't really drink fucking tap water. You can have your fluoride, fuckers. Or here in Hawaii, we have jet fuel in our water. Look up Hawaii Red Hill fuel Uh, water. It's fucking crazy. Navy fuel tanks leaking into our water wells here. That's nifty. That touches upon something uh, really good here, too. Um, The military is the biggest polluter on the face of the earth. And we have a commander-in-chief that has us on the brink of war with just about anybody because he's out of his fucking mind. But we're talking about providing military aid to Ukraine and picking a fight with Russia and potentially China, siding with Russia. And we can't get, we can't figure it out, right, over on the domestic side that somehow stupid tests that we're never good at doing anything before, Right. People that have taken test after test after test with false positives and false negatives and all kinds of shit all over the place, right? That we need to get rid of these before the end of the year so everybody needs to line up. What's the perfect thing to happen right then and there? My goodness. 
like I've I've heard and it's been speculated that this was like a fuck you to the evil people out there, that this was actually something that was just like, okay, well, if we're going to do this uh, viral dominance thing, where like you just have a dominant strain that just comes out and fucks up all the other strains, then Omnicon is the Hulk Hogan of strains because it's out there. Just it's going to fuck. Everybody's going to job to this guy. He's going to fucking take out everybody. Nothing's stopping it. And, and you were right when you said that, you know, I've, I've heard people on Twitter that I'm surprised if the, if they're still on there after this fucking weekend, but you know, there's several accounts that I scrolled through of doctors and also wasn't there like a South African former health uh, administrator or something like that. It was, I checked his account, but I just, I don't, I can't, I don't have it pulled up right now, but that they were saying that, yeah, this is God's gift that we should go with it because, you know, if it does give grant us any immunity to any nastier shit that may come along down the line, then we will be good for it. You know, just we, we have to, we have to suffer through. I don't know. I don't know if that's the best idea or not, folks. I'm just telling you shit that I've been hearing, but you know, when, when it came to me seeing this article, like that was the, the first place that I went to. And then you go down and you see that really you have an administration that's just going to be fine with this. Like this is, this is nothing that's going to be solved by a federal solution. Like we have... 2024 is a long time. How, how crazy is it going to get in places like New York and California and Michigan and your hometown? Well, and really it's how much crazier like, this is because it's fucking yeah. insane already. It's insane to live in these places. I mean, did, did you folks see the video of, a dozen NYPD police officers pulling a family out of a restaurant because a five-year-old doesn't have a fucking vax card. And to you, police officers, I love you. I have adoration for you. I appreciate everything you do every single day. But is that the fucking oath you swore? To pull a five-year-old kid out of a fucking restaurant because his parents chose not to poison him? And mind you that his parents were poisoned themselves to even fucking be in there. And then all you idiots praising Newsom, praising Newsom for making the attempt to force the kids to be vaccinated to go to school. Well, he backed off of that. You know why? Parents didn't give in. Because they realized the kids well, where they live, the parents pay school tax. And parents weren't going to stand for it. So they backed off of it. So when you look at these two different major states, and it's just fucking grotesque for anybody that's there experiencing that shit. It's fucking terrible. It's no better where I live. We're on the fucking vaccine passport program. We're on the social credit system. I'm a second-class citizen. You know what's crazy? I flew to a different island a week and a half ago. 
an 18-minute flight away from here, I can take my family out to dinner. I can go to a museum. We can do anything we want there. I don't have to show them a negative COVID test. I don't have to show a vaccination card. So the hypocrisy is, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Don't stand for it anymore. Coming into this year, no one thing. The government, media, they don't care about you. You are a resource to them. You are a financial resource to them. You are not a mother, a father, a son, a daughter. You're none of those things. You're a fucking paycheck. Paycheck and all that. You look at California and New York. Two places that have some of the most absurd amount of tax in the country. The tax you pay just to live in those places is insane. What do you think boosters are, guys? Where do you think that money goes? If you looked at the valuation over the last 48 months, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, it's not free boosters. No, 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 no. You're paying that. So it's not enough that they find every other form of tax they can. But now they've made up new ones. You want to live here? You want to enjoy your life? Get boosted. Where's that money go? Fucking corrupt and grotesque. Makes me sick. Leave those fucking places. I'll tell you that right now. Look at Florida. Thriving. Speaking of, DeSantis, they shit all over him. Say he's nowhere to be found. The fucking guy is going to cancer treatments with his wife. But anything they can do to try to hurt him. And I love his commentary. I love his statements. You people don't care about the nuclear family. No wonder you didn't understand that. Good for you, DeSantis. In the hypocrisy of Nancy Pelosi, who buys the house in Florida, an AOC. You know, DeSantis comes out swinging, dick swinging, four foot long dick. Beautiful. It's like boogie nights. That's what I think about when I see DeSantis talk. A giant winger, the wiener just swinging around the fucking room. Makes a comment. Boy, oh boy, if I had a dollar every time one of these Democrats that talk shit on Florida came here for vacation, I'd be a wealthy man. And then you look at the fucking, just the mental meltdown of AOC. Republicans are just mad. They're disgusting. It's, they sexualize me and they're mad they can't date me. Well, let me go ahead and throw this out there to you, AOC. When somebody's going to make a choice in, in who they're going to date, um, sometimes a factor is how many sexual partners they had. Uh, most guys, I'm not saying all. But most guys don't want to date a woman that was maybe a porn star or uh, had a contest in college about who can sleep with the most people. And here's my message to you, Alexandria. Any man with an ounce of self-fucking-respect is not going to want to date a woman that fucked every citizen in an entire state. You putrid fucking pig. Crawl back into your fucking corndog shop fucking hole And leave us alone. Nobody's impressed with you. There's no adoration for you. You fucking scumbag hypocrite. 
and then above and beyond her enjoyment in the beautiful state of Florida. Then the video comes out while she's there at a big old party. No masks. Hugging. Guy kisses her on the forehead. Taking pictures together. Nancy Pelosi, no mask. Joe Biden, no mask. All these fucking people. You disgust me. And these people should disgust you all too. And these are the people that are telling you how to live your life. Do as I say, not as I do. When I was a kid, one of the things I used to hate that my mom would say, and I love my mom, she's an amazing mother. Hey mom, if you're listening, I love you, I miss you. But she used to say this thing to me that would drive me psychotic. And she would say, John, do this. And I would go, why? And her response is, because I said so. I hated that response. Here's the thing. It's my mom. She birthed me. She raised me. She supported me. She sacrificed her fun and excitement and financial situation for me, my brother, and my sister. She's an amazing person. So you know what I owed my mother when she said that? I owed her to shut the fuck up and do what she said. Sometimes it'd take nine or 12 times before I'd actually do that. But that being said, that's my mom. Did one AOC or Dr. Fauci or Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom or even you, Dan Crenshaw, you fake bitch. When you say because I said so, my response is fuck you. You know who I answer to? Answer to my mom. Answer to my dad. And I answer to God. So the rest of you, go fuck yourself. Because you do not have power over man. You don't have power over me. You don't have power over the citizens of this great, great country. You don't have power over our U.S. Constitution. So you want to tell me to wear five masks and stick fucking poison in my arm? Or I can't go out and play and enjoy my life. Fuck all of you. And what I see across the world, because they do their damnness to hide it. Their damnness to hide the protests and the amount of people in France and Germany and Austria and Australia and here in the greatest country that ever existed in the history of the world, the United States of America. What I see as fellow patriots fellow freedom fighters and fellow people that come from a place of strength say, fuck you. You do not control me. You work for me. It's a beautiful thing. And seeing us, we, our team, stand together and fighting against those things, that's how we bring in this new year. That should be our number one goal and our number one objective. I will not be silenced. I will not be stifled. I will not be restricted. Because I am a man. And I answer only to God. Not you fucking tyrants. Not your evil message and your evil ways. I don't respond to your threats. I don't respond to your fear mongering. I respond to know in my heart what is true. And it is not your narrative. And it is not your words. 
and it is not your fucking mandates, and it is not your fucking restrictions. It's none of those things. And we the people, our numbers will grow. Our strength will grow stronger and stronger and stronger. And you'll see. That's not a threat. That's a promise. This is the wrong country to play your game. We have the Constitution that protects us. We have our freedom of speech. And if that means that Joe Rogan quits Twitter and goes to get her, then so be it. January 22nd, Truth Social comes into play. That matters. So we'll find a way. We'll find every little fucking crack. And every little weak point. And we will work our way through. And where we're working our way to, it's freedom. It's happiness. It's capitalism. And it's power. And it's quality of life. Because we work for it. We've earned it. And we'll have it no other way. No other way. So I'm going to turn it back over to number six. I'm going to say Happy New Year. Let's not hope we have a great year. Let's make it the best year of our fucking lives. Because we can. And the only thing that will stop us is not them. It's us. Let's get out there and fucking get it. Back to you, brother. Well said. Well said. Amen. And I just, I just wanted to say, just to close out this, this week's episode, it, it makes me think that when you look at pictures of AOC dining in, in Florida, right, it's almost like you're looking at, like from, if you're, if you're in New York right now, where, where she reigns, and you see somebody living the lifestyle of royalty, well, that's how everybody lives there. That, that's how things are normally in Florida. It's because we, we, we were all living like that up until these people took over. And now we just have to live by their arbitrary and uh, very vengeful and punitive rules. Right? Even sacrifice our children to Moloch. Even that. Even that. Not, even that that's not even good enough. That's not even good enough because guess what? You got you still have to get them every three months, regardless if that does it to you or not. You know we're at a we're at a point now where we can't have we can't have ivermectin, but people in third world countries get to take it all the time. We can't access that. We can get anything within a day through Jeff Bezos's fucking company. Right? <laughs> we could get anything else in the world, but you can't get life saving medicine. But somebody in the third world has it. That's really a shit. That, isn't that fucking progress? Isn't that progress? That's AOC's type of progress. That's the progress of the World Economic Forum. That's a progress of Bill Gates, George Soros. Bunch of names you've probably never heard of, too, like Alex Karp, Peter Thiel. Get yourself familiar with some of these uh, creatures. Go back to uh, 
The Demon's Name is Surveillance, our second episode where we talk about them and look up that source list because, man, that Whitney Webb article, that'll open your eyes to the type of people that are behind this. When we talk about our military, which we just really recently had uh, one of the military generals was the cat with the, the face shield and the double masks on. Yeah, he has it. I just saw that too. But this is all becoming so silly. And finally, speaking of silly, just to end it on a lighthearted note, right? That I just recently saw that Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Fuck you, pigs. You fucking swines. And and we should, you know. Fuck all of you. Sorry, guys. I was done there for a minute. But fuck her. It's okay. And the rest of you horrific fucking swines that you sit up there at your fucking trough you fucking pigs, fuck all of you and enjoy your fucking Omicron with your 12 boosters. Fuck all of you. Sorry, I'll shut up now. They're so fuck bad. Whoopi Goldberg. They're so bad that they can't even find somebody that'll take <laughs> Mega McCain's spot. Somebody said that who the fuck would step into the position to be a fucking Republican pinata? Fuck you, pigs. Enjoy your okay. fucking coronavirus. So and now- again, I don't wish sickness upon everybody. I only take such joy in no, that no. because of the fucking irony of these people. You got Darth Helmet that wears a fucking welding mask, is quadruple boosted, and wears nine fucking masks and goggles, and he gets the shit. And now you have these assholes that sit up there and spew nothing but disgusting fucking hate and filth every fucking day and demean you and tell you if you have a certain set of beliefs that you're less than human and if you don't get the vaccination and all the boosters that you're a disgusting despicable vile fucking creature enjoy it you fuck yeah i mean Whoopi goldberg i I would just i would the reason why i wanted to end this on the on the high note this this is my high note of the week is that when people are just batshit afraid of something like heights like I live around um, a bridge and people are afraid to go over bridges. And I don't really think about it a lot because I go over bridges all the time. It's not really a big thing. But to some people, they're so afraid of them that they, they go there in groups, like to have the solidarity to do it. And they go to the bridge in groups just to get used to looking at something from that vantage point, just looking from something from that up high or whatever, but just to get used to the, the feeling of being on a bridge. And when Dr. Malone talked of mass formation psychosis before, and if we have been living in, and there's a pretty fucking strong case that we have been folks living in a form of psychosis for a while, that the exposure therapy, and this is something that goes in the realm of psychology, so I'd like to hear from you know, some people who might have a background on that. Hit us up. But here's my thoughts on it. This is exposure therapy. We're all being given the test of getting this. And that's the way it's, gonna, that's the way it's looking. So if it is that, <laughs> if you are going to job to the Hulk Hogan, of, of viral strains. Let it be this one. Let it be mild. And laugh about it by fucking Friday. <laughs> you know? Like, that's the way it should be. Like, if you're listening to this Tuesday when this drops, if you get it and you're good by Friday, 
good in a couple days. Hell, if you're like Aaron Rodgers and go right back on the field and kick someone's ass, um, more power to you. And if that's the way it has to be, that's the way it has to be. I don't think you need a whole lot of help if that's the case, though. You can kick it like that. So that brings up a, a pretty gnarly question. Um, how low does the infection fatality rate have to be before the risks of the injection outweighs the benefit? Think about that this next week. Look around you. Speak to the people around you. Start making contact. Let's start building this bitch back up because we're going to need to, uh, we're going to need to, uh, clean up a lot of things this next year. And to do that, they're going to need to hear from us. They're going to need to hear from you all. So until we meet again and until we are free, we are the new prisoners. Thank you for listening to The New Prisoners. Let us know what you think about this week's topic on our Minds page and Substack, or leave a comment under our video on BitChute, Odyssey, or Rumble. You can also risk being shadow banned, suspended, or permanently banned on Twitter and Instagram with us. Please feel free to share your own sources with us and to share the information we provided you here. You never know what kind of difference it could make. And if you would like to be a guest on an upcoming show, please email the new prisoner number six at protonmail.com. Tell us what topic or topics that you would like to discuss, and a screener will contact you. You can choose to appear anonymously if you like. Demand answers, not orders. We are the new prisoners.